Yo, people, happy new year. That's how we have to start. Happy new year. We made it. Yeah. Made it to another year. We're grateful. We're thankful, you know. And welcome back to the E-Man Effect podcast. Yeah, hey, hi, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. We're trying to be consistent for you guys. Trying to make sure we're giving you that consistent content. So hopefully you're enjoying the videos that we put out. And yeah, we thought, you know, how do we start the year? Do we give you that? Goals. You know, everyone's on that right now. It's goal setting and this and that. And it's like, actually, you know what? Let's try something different. Yeah. Let's just have fun with it. Let's let's just answer some questions. But you know what? We really need to. I'm gonna do a poll on my on my Instagram mm-hmm. and get some questions for the podcast that like, get people to ask questions just for the podcast. Yeah. And then we'll come and bring them. And also, what we're gonna start doing some of the dilemmas that we've had mm-hmm. on the on, on on the polls on on Instagram. We're gonna start bringing some of them. Yeah, onto here and discussing them as well um, so definitely be interactive if there's stuff that you want to know information you have put comment below let us know like subscribe share please share the content share the channel we're trying to grow the page you know what I mean reach as many people as possible so the more sharing the better um, and yeah let's go man let's go so alright so wanna play a little game we had our, our, our other episodes yeah where we played the game which was quite funny quite funny so before we do it again, um, if you haven't got the game, it's the Bobby in the UK date debate game, debate date game, um, and yeah, it's quite fun. Yeah, and so I thought, you know, let's just do it again. We'll just answer these, you know what I mean, and see, get to know us better, get to know our thoughts and opinions. Let us know your thoughts. If any of the questions you think like, what's your opinion on them? Let us know your thoughts. What you think. Um, if you disagree with us, let us know. If you agree, let us know. If there's, if if you feel like we missed the point, or you know you agree, but you think there's some additional points to add to it, please let us know in the comments. Let us know your thoughts. Mimi, who's going? Me, I'm going first. Women, ladies first. No, we're both going to answer the same question, so it's all right. Okay, cool. Just pick. I'll go with that one. Okay, what's that one? Your business advice for a black-owned business. Come on. <laughs> Do you have any business advice for a black-owned business? One piece, just one piece. Consistency. Consistency, okay. Yeah. I would say that if you have a good product, as long as it's consistent, Mm. you will always have returning customers. Mm. And I think that's the one thing that has helped me when I was running my cake business, that I always made sure that whatever I gave to a customer was good and they were happy with it and that's what made them come back to me. So that would be my one piece of advice for a black-owned business. (sighs) I've got so many. So many Of course. I've got so much for you in regards to black owned business and, and things that we can do. I guess my one thing that I always say is excellence. Mm-hmm. Just try and have a, a standard of excellence. Like, just try and do what you can do to the best of its ability. And, you know, that will definitely draw more people to you. That's whether that's how you treat your staff, how you treat if you've got a shop, how you treat your, your products, how you treat your, your suppliers, how you talk to um, members of your team. Do you know what I mean? Everything that you do, try and do it with, with excellence in mind. Try and make sure that you set yourself a standard of excellence. And I think when we start to hold ourselves to these standards, it, it not only raises us, it means that we're better businesses. It means our competitors have to be better mm-hmm. because we raise the standard there. And, you know, it just shows the level that we can be at. So just try to be excellent in all that you do. Yeah, that's a good answer. Okay, cool, Michael. Let's go. <laughs> what does it say? Order these by importance. Your race, your gender, your sexuality, your family status. Hashtag explain why. 
My goodness. Oh, God. Let me look at that question while you answer it. I mean, the questions I can see the options. Order these by importance, your race, your gender, your sexuality, your family status. Yeah, and you guys do this in the comments. Like, order it. Let us know what order you you think is, 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 is most important. I think for me, I think, like, when I, when I think about who I am, mm-hmm. I guess the first thing I think about is my race before mm-hmm. my gender. Mm-hmm. So I guess I feel, I feel myself as a black person rather than as a black man. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would say my race would probably be most important. Then I would then say, I guess, my gender, because mm. that's part of who I am. What was it, what was family it? status. Fa- fa- and then sexuality. I guess I'll then go sexuality, family status. I guess when you say family status, are you talking about if they're rich or poor or are you talking do about... Do you mean like, yeah, like, do you mean your family as a whole or do you have a family? I think it's a bit ambiguous. Yeah, the, I, don't, I don't get a family the status. The family but, status. So, I don't really feel... Like, I guess sexuality is important, but why is it important? Like... Is it not important? Mm. I think it's important. Would, would your sexuality not be an important part if I'm... If I, I like women, mm. that's important to me, right? Yeah, I guess so. So if I like women, then that's who, who I'm, I'm trying to attract. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So that's important, your sexuality, right? Yeah. You wouldn't want to be in a position where you like women and you weren't allowed to... To say, yeah, to say your preference, or, yeah. Or interact that's with true. women or whatever. That's true. Like, that would be important to you, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because that's who you're attracted to. Yeah, I think I followed the same um, order of importance as well. Family status, I'm not quite sure what that means. So yeah. I don't, I can't really place it on the list yeah. of. Um, but I think one, one thing I feel like when it comes to like your family status, if it is about wealth or money, or whatever, that can mm-hmm. always change. You can always yeah. be, you know, up or down or whatever. Um, I don't know if you're talking about like middle class, upper class, lower class. I don't know what I don't know what they're talking about yeah. when they say family status. A bit too ambiguous. But yeah, hopefully we've answered that. <laughs> like I said, you lot try to answer in the comments. Let me know your let us know your thoughts. What is your weakness? Mm. I would say mm-hmm. that... You don't have any. You're perfect. <laughs> you're being kind, babe. So beautiful. But... <laughs> so wonderful. God, I think no mistakes here. I worry a lot. You worry? I, or, I, or I used to a lot. Mm. I don't worry as much anymore, but mm. I used to... Things I couldn't control used to... I guess used to make me anxious and stuff. So I would mm. say that's one thing that I'm trying to be better at I think but I think it makes sense coming from your upbringing and so forth it makes mm. sense for you to that, that be a natural reaction and if you've done something for long enough even when you're no longer in that situation yeah. your natural instinct is to be in that situation even though yeah. you're not there anymore so yeah. I think when you come from a position of worry and instability and so forth that's going to cause anxiety it's going to cause you to panic it's going to cause you to try and try and find control where you can Yeah. and so now you're out of that I think you're finally you know realising that you're in control of your situation yeah absolutely so I think that would be I'm sure there's others but mm. the first thing that comes to mind is that because it's something I'm working on yeah my weakness Big E-man and that. No, I think I, I think the biggest thing that I found that is my weakness is mm-hmm. that I just want to help everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes to my own detriment, um, to my own detriment when it comes to family, when it comes to, you know, our marriage, when mm. it comes to health. Like, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm so busy trying to help everyone that I'm not actually helping myself mm-hmm. and, and it's to my own detriment. So that's something that I definitely learned in 2022 is to have more time for me, take more breaks, rest more, you know, you know, 
make sure that I'm doing stuff for my health. Yeah. Um, make sure that I'm doing stuff because I I can't help as many people as I want to if I'm not here. Yeah, do you absolutely. Know what I mean? And I can't help them if I'm if I'm sick or unwell. Do you know what I mean? So it's important for me to take care of me as well. So that's that's a big learning for me. Okay, cool. That's a good one. Okay, okay, okay. Your turn. My turn now. Come on. So what's the saying now? What motivates you to be a better version of yourself? Come on, this fine, sexy woman next to me. First things first, what mot- first and first, I know this is cliche, but you motivate me to be a better version of myself. Mm-hmm. Because I think if I'm a better version of myself, then I think it impacts our household, it mm. impacts our kids, it impacts everything that we're trying to do. So yeah. first and foremost, I think I'm accountable to you. Yeah. So I feel like if if we're on the same page, if we're working towards the same goal and we're pushing towards the same goal, we're always there to carry each other. Yeah. And we're always there to make sure that if the other one's feeling dirt, low or down and stuff like that, that mm. we're there to pick each other up. So yeah, you motivate me because I want you to be proud of me in everything I do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like what are you doing that for? No, 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 so I feel saying, like talking, I'm just agreeing. Yeah, so yeah, I think you motivate me to, and then after Emmanuel, obviously my children, they're the ones that made me get out of bed in the morning. Mm. <laughs> Literally. So yeah. Yeah, I think I yeah, I just think my family. I think you, the kids. You know, the, the, those are big motivations. Then obviously my parents, my sisters, that my extended family, you know, the in-laws. I feel just my family is just a big motivation to me. Yeah. But then also, like, like when I meet people, like, it's a big motivation to me. Yeah. Like, I meet people outside. They just stop me email. I love your videos. I love this. I love that. They always want to tell me their favourite video. And it's just like, actually... I need to keep doing this mm. because I'm having an impact. I'm changing people's lives. When I meet a stranger for the first time and they're like, because I've been watching your videos, I've been able to buy a house because I've been watching your videos and able to pay off debt because I've been watching your videos and I have an investment portfolio just off content. Mm. That shows me that I need to continue to do what I'm doing, that people are taking in my message, the way I deliver it, the way I am. And so for me, that's that's vital. That's really important. So, yeah, that really motivates me as well. So outside of just the family and the kids, it's the impact that I'm having mm. motivates me to carry on because I know I'm helping change lives. Mm, nice. Okay, okay, okay. Go on, Mimi, come on now. I want a juicy one to make you sweat. Make me sweat. Make you sweat. So I can come out there and... <laughs> I think you got your answer. Um, how important is sex to you in a relationship? Come on, to you. Ah, we're both oh, answering. sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, how do I put this? It is important. It's very important. Um, I feel like within our marriage, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> sex is a huge part of our relationship, mm. and I feel like understanding each other in the bedroom makes our marriage a hundred percent better we obviously are coming up to 12 years of marriage mm. and our bodies are not the same mm. I've had four children and the fact that we understand each other helps in the mm. bedroom 110% and yeah I think you will speak more because <laughs> you seem like you but yeah I feel like sex and I feel like as well if sex is important to your partner and you're not necessarily the most sexual person, make an effort mm, because geez. it goes a long way. Just, it literally goes a long way. And I'm speaking from experience. So, yeah, mm. make an effort. 
Yeah, man. Um, how important is sex to you in a relationship? To me, mind you, that's what. Sex is very important. Um, I think it's very important in a relationship. I think it's 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 one of those things that it it has to be good. Mm-hmm. If we're not having good sex, then it's not gonna work. Do you know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. if a lot of other stuff work, mm-hmm. the like for me personally, so um, sex is really important. But I also feel like it's also important for me to make sure that you're enjoying sex mm-hmm. as much as I am, because um, I feel like you as a person maybe are not as sexual mm-hmm. as me. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. Okay. Saying it for, ooh, mm-hmm. You're not as sexual <laughs> as me. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I have to understand that and also understand that there are other ways to express love than just sex. Yeah. Um, and not every time that I feel like having sex is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of my 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 covenant to that's part of you know my us understanding that we're a team and yeah. it's not just about what I feel and I want so yeah for me sex is really important and I think that's something that we've had to communicate and understand what that actually means yeah because again what one person thinks is a lot of sex another person might think is too little yeah so it's about having those real conversations and actually saying numbers out loud, like, okay, this is how much times I expect, or da, 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 and coming to some real agreements on. So yeah. there's an understanding because if you don't have these conversations, there's just arguments. Yeah, it's true. One is thinking that I'm not getting enough, another one's thinking that they, they're giving they're too much. much yeah. They're doing too much, and this one keeps tapping them. So you need to have the conversations to make sure there's a balance and understanding there. But then also, you need to know to make sure, like you said, what know what works. So sometimes I know that obviously, like you said, you've had four kids. So not every day you want the pound, the pounder. You mm. understand? Not every day you want to, you want the, you want the, you know, the more fight. Okay, thing. moving on. Let's, we still haven't finished. It said, what's important? How important is sex to you? Oh this is to me. Okay. It's important to me. Okay. So let me elaborate. Okay. And express my. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, again, when it comes down to having sex, you have to understand that. Not every day she might not want the pound, the pound, every day things are happening in her body. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need to give it the light one. Sometimes you need to give it the quick one as well. You know what I mean? Sometimes, not every day you want to go one hour, two hour sessions. You know what I mean? Everybody's sweating, everyone's breathing and panting. You're taking water breaks. It's not every day that you need to give that one. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Sometimes oh you need gosh. to give it the light one. The kids are the kids are about just give it the quick boom, 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 boom. Release sorry. and carry on with your day. What? Well, have I said something wrong? Okay, Manuel. Guys, in the it's, comments, let me know. I'm just expressing. It's important to you. We get it. We get it. It's important. It's important. It's important. Okay, maybe I talk, did I talk too long for that one? Did I, did I express too much? Okay. okay. It's Please important, though. It's your turn. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let me go from, from here. What, what have we got now? Are we over-communicating? Hashtag social media. The simple okay. answer is yes. Yes. Like, come on, like, like, what are we sometimes like? You don't need to share everything. You don't need to share everything. Man, will be like, ah, oh, what did I have for breakfast? Porridge, <laughs> bro, bro, cornflakes. Like, it's okay. Keep that unless you're teaching me something that I couldn't, I don't know about. Why are you showing me this? Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, people be like, oh, follow me on my journey to work. You took one train. 
and got off. And, bro, what have I learned here? You're not even talking. It's silence. Oh, wow. Like, it's okay. There are things that you can keep. Now you're sharing. You're, you're, you're talking about your, your, your siblings and the beef and mm. the, your mom this, your dad this. There's no privacy anymore. Mm. Like, now you're betraying people's trust. Because sometimes you're coming to tell stories on social media for content. Mm. But actually, have you spoken to the person to get them upset you and that, their yeah. permission to have their story out there? Now they have to go on social media and realize that you're talking their business on the on the social media Oof. without their permission. They thought they had a beef with you. Now everybody's Ooh. in it. <laughs> now everybody from anywhere is commenting, oh you're a waste man, or this oh, and that. Lord. Now you now you feel hurt. You feel betrayed. You're oversharing. Mm. Also, you're showering. Shower. Why do you need like Sometimes I don't understand. You're doing your skincare routine. Okay, must you be lucky to, to do your skincare routine? Every day you must be in a towel. <laughs> Bruv, it's okay. You're just doing your face. All you need to see your thighs. Every day clickbait. Ooh, ooh, oh, is it going to fall? It's okay. We've seen breasts. We've seen, there's so much breasts. It's okay. We don't need to see it. Oh my gosh. Do your skincare routine and move on, no? Okay, babe. Come on, why, why are you doing this? Yo, my people, if you're liking the podcast, liking the juice and the sauce that we're providing, then make sure you share. Don't be selfish. Don't be keeping it to yourself, keeping all the good stuff like a hoarder. Oh, and no. share it out. Let the people never know and keep it out there. Where can they find us? You can find us on Spotify, Apple and Amazon. Please follow us. Thank you. Blessings. <laughs> okay. Are you done? Okay. No, I feel like you're finishing me. What about you now? You said everything. <laughs> Say your own. Yes, I feel like we're oversharing. I read a story to Emmanuel yesterday and <laughs> it was a lot. I don't know why people would put that kind of information out there. Yeah, it's a lot of oversharing. There's over communicating because of social media. Absolutely. 100% agree. Go ahead, man. Oh my gosh, we're running out of cards. It's okay. When are you the happiest? Mmm, man, I'm never happy. When are you the happiest? Can you imagine? I can't believe you just said that. I said it on the camera. It's going to be on the internet. When am I the happiest? Mm. In the morning, when it's quiet. I've just woken up and I'm lying in bed next to my husband and I don't have to get up. And the husband is sleeping, so it's not, she might be next to me. She, doesn't, she might be happy being next to me, but she doesn't want me awake. So just understand <laughs> her favourite time, when she's the most happy... Is when she is I didn't say when you're sleeping. You're the one that no, put it in there. When she's when she has woken up, because I wake up, you're already you're already up. Yeah, we've got four kids. Yeah, but you said when the kids are the kids are quiet, they're not yeah. there. Because you said when you wake up, I'm already up. So obviously the kids are sleeping. Yeah. So it's just quiet. Yeah, your happiest time is when everybody's asleep <laughs> and you're the only one awake. Well, I should, maybe I should say happiest. I think peaceful. I think that's probably the... Okay, I didn't answer the question then. Let me answer the question. When when are you the happiest? Do you know what? When I went to Emmanuel's event last year, the one that he did just before the year ended, and just seeing how everything was. And, I, and that was the first time I kind of felt really just happy with myself and just mm. happy with the direction I was taking. Mm coming into 2023 and just seeing everything. I think that was when, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that event that you had. Yeah, we're going to do another one. Yeah. 21st of Jan. 
Just, yeah. Watch. I think it's going to be out this, out Probably soon. next week. Yeah, soon. Yeah. So watch, watch the space. But yeah. Yeah. Reset seminar. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I think there's different, different times and things that have happened. Mm. But the last time I really felt comfortable in myself and happy in myself and mm. standing next to you doing the event and everything. So yeah. Okay. What about you? Well, I'm clapping them cheeks. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my god Manuel no hey, Manuel obviously we're, we're family we're family with my kids we're playing with the kids oh my god I can't believe you just said that so yeah let's just... <laughs> Ooh, that's hilarious sorry please carry on you pick. I just picked. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um, are we blaming white people too much? Choose and bread. Um, you answer that one. I personally feel like... I personally feel like it's good to hold people accountable mm-hmm. and not act like... I feel like we're in a stage where people people are acting like, oh, it was so so long ago. Mm-hmm. We're not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Everybody has an opportunity. So let's forget the past. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can't forget the past because a lot of the time, the things that are happening in the present is because of what's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's very unfair for people to say, oh, these people act like this. People, These people do this. Or these people are criminals. Or these people are doing X, Y, Z. When systems in the past have made it a lot of the time, things that have happened in the past are the reasons why these things are happening. Mm-hmm. And so the same people that made it happen have to you know, own up to what they've done. Yeah. But at the same time, I do feel like there is opportunity for us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I would prefer us to look to ourselves and hold ourselves accountable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And say, look, actually, this is not us anymore. Forget mm-hmm. what's, forget what's what, what was happened. Like, we know that, that things have happened and made things be in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But what we can we do to improve what's going to happen going forward? I've got, yeah. I've got these four kids I can't keep telling them, oh, because of what's happened in the past, you're not going to achieve in life. I've got to make a way to say, what am I doing now with my life in order to make sure that their life is better and they are are a step further away from the things of the past. Mm. And so for me, yes, you know, white people have things to be accountable for. And I think there are a lot of them that are coming out and saying, Mm. you know, actually this is wrong, standing up, marching, you know, um, voting, um, putting pressure on whether it be their um, family members and all of these types Mm. of things. I really feel like there's a big shift, a big change. And especially in that younger generation, I'm so excited for, you know, um, Gen, Gen Z. Like they are, absolutely fantastic and their mindset and the way that they band together and the way that they refuse to you know allow colour to to, to limit them and so forth is is just amazing even sexuality race they're just liberal free doing what expressing themselves in a way that is just so amazing and breaking down barriers and borders all over the place so I'm so excited for that Gen Z to now start to grow, get into power and get into get into more things because I feel like they're really going to change the world. Mm. Um, but I feel like, you know, us millennials, we have parts to play and, and yeah. we need to do our bit as well to make sure that it's an easier ride for them when, as they as they come through. Absolutely. Um, I feel also there's so much information out in the world mm. that we can educate ourselves mm. to that point. Yes, there's always going to be roadblocks and yes, there's always going to be ceilings that we, can, we might not break through, but... Mm. 
um, what's that saying? I ran so that you could walk or something like that. I think there's so much that people yeah, have done. Other way around, but yeah. Is it? Sorry. I walk so that you could around, run. Yeah. So there's so much things that people have done for us to be in the position that we are now. And we need to keep paving the road so that the people behind us can literally sail yeah. through as opposed to running. They can just fly. You see it. Like, like, look at, I always talk about, you know, football. Look at Ian Wright. The money Ian Wright that was making is nothing compared to the money Thierry Henry make. Mm. But the money Thierry Henry is nothing compared to the money that, you know, Raheem Sterling and these types of men, the contracts that these yeah. men are on. You've got men that are not even playing, earning more than what men that were starting were getting. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that's because of those that have come, come before. before. So yeah. you're going to get better. You're going to be on someone else's shoulders. You're going to be able to do more. And that's great. But what are you doing with it? Yeah. What absolutely. are you doing with it? And that's the big thing for me. If you've got all this opportunity, all this information, all this access, you know, you don't even have to stay in the country. That's one of the mm. biggest things I've, I've seen. Like, you don't have to stay in the UK. If what you want to do and where you want to get to, you can't do it here, but you can do it somewhere else, you can go. Mm. You can go and get that, make that happen. So, Actually, you know, now is a t- we're in a generation now where we can go, we can go and create our own dreams, create what we want in life. So yeah, you know, stop. Let's not allow. Yeah. Let let it not become an excuse. Yeah, there's justifiable reason to blame other communities and other things that have happened, mm. but let's not make an excuse why we're not doing something for ourselves. All right. Yeah. Cool. So what's next? So is it yours? You got a question? Is it you picking or me picking? I think it's me. Okay, go on. If your partner ticked all your boxes, but you find out they had a one night stand, would mm. you leave? Man, I mean. Um, if it was before me, no. What you did before we met, that's none of my business. No, no I don't think this. So that's not the question that they're asking. If your partner ticked all your boxes, but you find out they so they had a one night stand while you were in the confines yeah. of your relationship, yes, would you leave? Yes. Okay. Because you throw it one away. Because question is, if well, no, if they ticked all your boxes and they wouldn't be having a one night stand in the first place, you wouldn't be in a situation where you would think it was acceptable to get maybe get drunk or mm. get tipsy or whatever led you to that position mm. to go and sleep with someone else. If they ticked all your boxes, like so, yeah, they've just barely cheated on you. Okay. What do you think? Um. If if you if we're together, you tickle my boxes. You had a but I found out you had a one night stand. Yeah, I just wouldn't look at you the same. It's just who I am as a person. But I just feel like some people, that's not a, a given for everybody. Mm. Some people are able to overlook. Some people are able to say, okay, that was a mistake. Um, I'm not phased by that. Like you know, all the other qualities. You know, sometimes you have to weigh it up. Like sometimes you say, okay, if I did a hundred things good and mm. I did one thing bad, is that one thing bad? were throwing away all the good. Do you know what I mean? I hear you, but at the same time, if they did it once, they can do it again. Because yeah. to them, it's just a one-night stand. It's just someone that they're never going Not to necessarily. meet again. You can do something once and never do it again. I hear you. But... Can, there are people that have committed crimes, that have done things that they've, never, they've, gone, they've done their rehabilitation, they've never done it again. True. Not... But I guess it depends on what you hold as a standard to yourself. If that is not something that you, you then find, mm. if it's something that affects you, then you have to make a decision. Yeah, I think it's on. a question that it all depends on what you what you see as important. Because at first I was saying, oh, it depends on who, like, mm. if you slept with, like, my brethren or someone that I mm. know, or you've done, do you know what I mean? Then it might be a t- The reality is, is that me just knowing that you slept with someone else is long for me. Like, it's like, why am I committing my... Because like, for me, 
then it's like, why am I committing myself to someone who isn't fully committed to me? Mm-hmm. If I know that you're out here and you're shagging someone, then let me be free. I'm going to shag as well. <laughs> we, we all just be shagging. Do you know what I mean? There you go. What? You just ended the... Look, Jimmy, end of these things making me feel like I'm, t- I'm saying too much. <laughs> okay, here we go. What would be your ideal first date? Ooh, what would be my ideal first date? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kind of like a simple girl, you know? Mm. So I would... I would just like like dinner, somewhere nice that we could talk. Not like mm. one of these bougie places that you can't eat the food. Like mm. I would want to eat what's in front of me. Mm. So I wouldn't mind a restaurant, but just something that I know that if I look at the menu, I understand what they're saying and I can yeah. eat the food. And then maybe like um, for a first date, maybe like a bar or a club. Not a club, sorry, like a bar, somewhere we can sit down, chill, one of these. Yeah, I don't know, something like that. I think. Okay. What about you? Um, I think I like I'd like to do an activity. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably like to start off with something like a bowling, mm-hmm. like activity, a bit of fun, a bit of competition, get to understand each other, a little banter. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, why don't be in you? Because <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. And then, and then, yeah. So just the, that that kind of do you know what I mean that type of stuff. Then definitely, like, I'd like to go somewhere nice, have have a nice, um, so have a nice meal somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then finish it off, like you said, like a nice bar or like a high class, like a mm. members club, maybe yeah. not even a bar, maybe like a members club where there's like an exclusive DJ or whatever or live band or someone mm. playing, you know, good environment. And we can sit down and just talk and, you know, order some more drinks and, you know, talk, yeah. talk, talk more and get to know each other more. Our first day, what did you do? We went cinema, right? Yeah, we went to cinema. Went to watch... Um... Gran Torino. Yeah, but you know, those days is over. Like, <laughs> no, that's, that's like, those days you could go to Nando's. Like, I know, can't, it's true. Can't, can't, can't do that anymore, you know, so we can't really compare. It's, it's a completely different, different time. Do you know what I mean? All right, okay. cool. That's your turn. Your turn. Is go it on. my turn? There's only a few more, you know, only we're almost done. More. What are the main qualities you look for in a life partner? Hey. Why do I always get these questions? It's you. Lord you, have mercy. What, okay, what are the main qualities you look for in a life partner? I think my first thing was like someone who was God-fearing mm, because yeah. as a Christian, it's important. That's first and foremost. I wanted someone that was kind. I wanted someone that was family-orientated because I come from a big family. I wanted mm. someone that had a good relationship with their family as well. I wanted someone that wanted kids mm-hmm. because, again, that's a deal-breaker. Um, I wanted someone that, was, that could make me laugh. Um, I wanted someone that was good looking mm-hmm. I wanted someone that under like we could communicate we could talk we could express each other express ourselves to each other mm. I wanted someone that um, I felt safe with mm. like I didn't have to question if something it was ever to happen that would they would he protect me and I've always felt safe with Emmanuel um, yeah I think those are some of them I have a list somewhere but those are like yeah uh, women are deep man <laughs> What are you going to say now? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, what I want to laugh, I just want someone that's kind, someone that's homely, someone that, you know, wants to have children and raise children, somebody, again, like, faith in God. Do you know what I mean? Like, just someone that's nice to be around. Mm. At the end of the day, for me, I'm just looking for, I just want to marry my best friend. Like, there's someone that I can actually be best friends with like, to the true definition of share this this, this life with, do you mm. know what I mean? But 
I think one of the biggest things is just a nice person that I don't like bitter people. I don't like people that are gossipy. I don't like people that are hate that hate on people. I don't like that's just not my energy. Do you know what I mean? So I couldn't be I couldn't be around someone mm. like that. So that's that's really important. And there's somebody that 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 that's hardworking. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because I know I'm hard working. So I ain't working hard for someone to, to come and say, Oh, can you do my nails? Can you do my bruv, what are you doing? See me, yeah. If you're doing stuff, I don't mind paying for stuff, hundred percent. If you're out here doing bits like you're doing I don't mind buying bags, buying shoes, buying nails, going here, this that I don't mind all that. But if you're on your bum every day sitting down, I'm out here working and you're just here, then I come home and no nah, bruv, don't talk to me about nothing. Better get it for yourself. So, again, and that would just cause issues. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And again, I'm around very powerful women like, like doing the job that I do. Like, so I couldn't have, I couldn't imagine being around like women that are doing bits every day. You come home and your wife is just doing nothing. You're just, mm. you just be embarrassed. Like, do you know what I mean? You think, yeah. what am I doing? Like, do you know what I mean? So, you know, I had to have a woman that I knew no matter what room I put her in, I know she's, she's in the top 10%. Do you know what I mean? Not just looks, but also mindset and so forth. So, yeah, and that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is me now. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Why do so many successful black people date outside their race? Cheese and their bread. Um, I'm just going to go with, I think, I think a lot of it is accessibility. Mm. So when I've spoken to people who are maybe like footballers and um, they tend to, when they go away, when they when the, when the, the people that they're meeting a lot of the time, mm. You know, a lot of the time when you want to be successful in these types of things, you have to leave your area. Mm. You can't really go back, you know, to your area necessarily. Um, and also the types of clubs that you go to, you can't go to the same ones that mm-hmm. you used to. So a lot of these more exclusive ones, because maybe because you're hiding from the media, maybe because you're hiding from your from your your manager, the club, you might want to do certain things that they don't want you to, like they might not want you to smoke or they might not want you to do certain mm. things, but you might want to go places that are exclusive where you can do things, yeah. do you know what I mean? And so when you go to these types of exclusive places, a lot of the time, the people in these environments are um, tend to be white. So th- that can be a lot of the time w- where it is actually getting ac- access um, to it. And I think, you know, when I speak to a lot of a lot of guys that maybe are married to black guys that are married to white women, mm-hmm. a lot of the time, it's not a case, they still find black women attractive mm-hmm. and so forth. I think there was a time where it was like, oh, yeah, you know, Black women are this, or black women are that, or they're not as attractive, or they're a bit harsh, or they're a bit rude, or. But I don't think that's the case. Mm. A lot of the time now, I think a lot of the time it's just about these are this. This is my environment. Here's my environment, and I fell in fell in yeah. love with this person. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I can add much more to what Emmanuel said. I do feel like a lot of it is accessibility, mm. and I feel like. We just live in a world now where you're allowed to make the decisions you want to make. And mm. if you meet someone and you happen to fall in love with them, and that's that's that, basically. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. God, last one for me. What film would you like me to see and why? Mm. Do you know what? There's, there's not that many films that I have seen on my own that Emmanuel hasn't watched. Because... Yeah. A lot of the films I've watched in the past, if they've come on TV, I'm like, babes, we need to watch this film and we'll sit down and watch it. So yeah. I don't really feel like, I mean, I'm sure Emmanuel hasn't answered this question, but I don't feel like there's any film that I've seen that I'm like, oh my gosh, you need to watch it type thing. Yeah. So yeah. What do you think? No, I, I agree. I think I've made you watch the films yeah. that I want you to watch. Like, 
But you know, my my, my film that I always I always uh, make you watch over and over again, mm-hmm. Pursue of Happiness. <laughs> like I've made her watch that film bare times because it's just the grind coming from mm. us. I love that film so much. So I think there's that. Obviously, Boys in the Hood. I mean, yeah. you watch that just. Hood classics, yeah, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't just around when I was growing yeah. up. So, so yeah. yeah, so there's a few hood classics. Well, you've seen like, things like Belly and all those all those old, you've seen those ones now. So, yeah, you're up to date on everything. Yeah. I so, thought what was the film that we watched the other day with Matthew McConaughey, A Time to, a time to Kill or something, mm. with Samuel L. Jackson. I think that one, you hadn't seen that mm. one, but yeah, that was it. Yeah, I okay. think we're quite cool, yeah. Last one, people. So, mm-hmm. would you stay with your partner just for the children? Uh-uh. People them, would you well, come talk to me? Would you stay with it just for the children? Um, if he wasn't happy, yeah. If I hadn't done nothing wrong to you, I hadn't mm-hmm. done you dirty, mm-hmm. but you just maybe feel the spark is not there or the connection is not there. Um, we're just kind of coexisting. Mm-hmm. Would you would you maintain that in order so the children have stability, or do you feel like you ha- you put your your needs first? Um. <laughs> From stuff I've read and stuff like that, I think if we're just coexistent and we're both happy, there's no toxicity mm. in the relationship. We're not at each other's throats mm. and everything like that. We're just coasting. Mm-hmm. I would stay mm-hmm. because I've seen you. There's you can definitely see, and I know there's probably studies about it and stuff mm. like that. But you can clearly see kids who've come from like divorced families and children who have stayed. Not necessarily, yeah, but I think it just depends on the nature of our relationship to how that reacts on the kids because kids can pick up a lot of things as well. Mm. So if it's affecting them negatively for us to be together, then why would I do that? Because down the line, it will cause more issues for mm. them. So then I would walk away. But if we're, if it's just a normal happy house, then maybe the spark is gone, but we still love each other and stuff like that, then yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think I, to a certain degree, I agree mm. in regards to staying but I think obviously I'm a man mm-hmm. I feel like if the spark has gone and then I'm, I'm no longer and I'm no longer attracted to you on a sexual level mm. I think that would probably lead to me doing something yeah but then if that happens then we know that it's just no but what I'm saying is I wouldn't want that to happen so mm. I'd probably leave to avoid that happening mm. if I felt like oh I don't see you in that way I don't feel that connection to you and we've tried because mm. I feel like the first, I feel like sparks can come and go, yeah. things can come and you know whatever. But I feel like it's about working on it. But I feel like if we've worked on it, we've gone to counselling, we've worked on it, we tried, and it's just like we're in different places. We're not arguing or shouting mm. or whatever or being rude to one another, but we're just not getting along in regards to beyond the friendship. Mm. I think I could stay your friend and we could do this for for a period of time, especially if the kids are really young. Yeah, but I think the kids are older. Yeah. Then they're gonna go and live their life. We can't waste years. Yeah. No. I, I, that's that's why I, I feel like it depends on at what point in time. Mm. Like, because at the end of the day, it would hurt more if something was to happen, mm. and then you'd be like, "Oh, but we're just together because of the kids." I'd be like, "But that's just hurt," and mm. now the kids are gonna pick up on the hurt. So sometimes it is better to just be like, "Yeah, we're mm. we're still good friends. We can co-parent. Mm-hmm. There's no hurt on either side." Mm. Let's just walk away while we're still amicable and just yeah. be the best co-parents for. Our kids. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's a great way to finish. So people, it's been the email effect podcast. Happy New Year again. Like make it count. Make each day count. Focus on, on what you're trying to achieve. Keep going for it. Hope you enjoyed this kind of light way to get to know us a bit better, mm-hmm. hear our thoughts and so forth. 
like I said, any questions, any things that you want to send to us, any things you want us to do. Also, anyone you want us to bring on the pod and interview, let us know. We're going to arrange that as well. So, yeah, just let us know and, and we'll get it done. Um, but other than that, until next time, I've been Emmanuel. Mariam. And we'll see you on the next episode of the E-Manifest Podcast. Please like, share, subscribe, help us grow. We appreciate your support. Comment below and we'll catch up soon. Yeah.